You're listening to The Screw Podcast with Felicia Rose and A-Love. They're here to make you come on a journey with them as they indulge you in all of your naughtiest thoughts while navigating sex with nonchalance. And a whole lot of Crisco, of course. Hey, A-Love. Hey, girl. We all remote, like, pandemic still and shit. What's going on? It's going to be so weird, like, if we survive this to, like, look back and be like, wow. My life was no cooler when I was out of the house than when I was in the house. <laughs> That's all right, That's okay. Hey, fuck it. Well, today I just want to jump right into topics because Sweet. it's something that a lot of people have reached out to me about over the years, not just recently, but there is an influx recently in people inquiring on how to be a cyber sex worker. And I ha- we, you and I had done, I think, one or two episodes where we <coughs> talked about different types of like how-tos for sex work. Right. And they were also included in other topics, and it's also not up to date. So yeah. I didn't want to just refer them to an old episode. I think we should just do a new one because there are obviously new things to keep in mind. And, um, there are changes to sort of like how it's being accepted. It's it's a lot more accepted now, it seems like. A lot of people are like, yeah, do you? Because there's a yeah. huge upswing in people on like OnlyFans and stuff. So True. I think I- it's a good time to to answer this and then obviously those future people that reach out to me and are like, how do I do this? Instead of me having to like, you know, write this big long thing and explain to them where you know, I'm not really having like a good back and forth, you know, with right. somebody that could answer, you know, like I feel like a live conversation is better sometimes with this kind of stuff. So Absolutely. I want you to put on your pretend like you've never done or know anything about sex worker hat and like ask me follow-up questions as I'm going, you know, so that way maybe we can like, get to the root of all the questions that other people would have essentially if you do like if you can't think of anything absolutely all right i'm ready are you ready (laughs) it's like 50 questions for the sex well yeah exactly so i have a list of what i think the steps should be essentially on like if you really some people are very like okay, I really need to start from square one. Like, how do I take the bread out of the, the you know, container to put the butter on it before I even tell you how to butter the bread kind of thing, you know? So let's just start from, like, all the way back to square one. All right, girl, tell me how to butter the bread. You, you got to butter the bread. <laughs> I mean, have, the first thing you have to do is you have to decide if you want to be a legal sex worker or an illegal sex worker. And what I mean by that is sex work is extremely frowned upon, in uh, especially the U.S. and certain parts of the U.S. more than others and, and some less than others, which is great. But you do have to decide whether you're going to do things by the book or if you're going to do things that are a little shady, or if you're going to do things that are definitely not legal. I have no problem with anything across the board. I think everything should be allowed. It should, as long as it's consensual, above age, and all of the above. I personally believe it's bullshit. We even have to have this conversation. However, you do have to remember where you are, what state you're in, what laws they have, and what what kind of stuff you're putting on the internet. And if you're going to do meetups, things like that, obviously, we're not really talking about that aspect, but there's a lot of stuff that's legal and there's a lot of stuff that's illegal. Yeah, so first and foremost, you have to decide what kind of bad bitch am I going to be? Am I going to be <laughs> the baddest bitch or am I going to be semi semi-bad bitch or am I going to be like you know, medium bad bitch, you know what I'm saying? And it doesn't matter either way. I respect you regardless. You should do whatever the fuck oh, you yeah, want. Oh, yeah, but it, but it is important with. to understand the consequences of, of whatever you're getting into where you're at so you're not surprised, so you have a backup plan, so you have resources set aside should you get in trouble. 
Absolutely. So one thing I want to suggest for everybody before you make that decision, because I can't make that decision for you. You have to make it on your own. Read up on our newest SESTA and FOSTA law. SESTA and FOSTA, FOSTA is Fight Online Sex Trafficking Act and SESTA is Stop Enabling Sex Traffickers Act. Unfortunately, those laws were put into place and have taken down things like Backpage, et cetera, because what they're doing is they're lumping sex trafficking in with consensual sex work. And because of that, things like Facebook, Twitter, Instagram will take down your shit in a hot goddamn minute. So whether you think you're doing something legally or not, it doesn't matter. The internet will dictate those rules before you can even decide in your breath whether or not it's okay. Right. So make sure you read up on those laws, how they will affect your work if you decide to do this work, and right. essentially what you can and cannot do anymore. Certain things you cannot do and certain things you absolutely can do. So just keep that in mind. You need to know your laws before you go about doing this and making that decision. And I think that's a good first step, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I mean, you obviously, you know, have to be asking the question, are you sure you want to do this as well? Right. Well, that, that's, that's later in my list. So first, but like, that's later in my list because I think you should first just look into the legality of it because that, sure. that makes even sense. just sway you from wanting to do it to begin with, right? You might be like, ooh, everything I was interested in, I'm actually not doing it in a legal way. Maybe I won't do that. You know what I'm saying? So that's step one is just to kind of figure out what the laws are for your state, how you're supposed to handle your stuff online, et cetera, et cetera. <clears throat> step two, decide if you want to be yourself online or you want to be a persona online. It's mm -hmm. super yeah. important. And that's actually what we were just talking about. There's positives and negatives of both, obviously, but you have a family you may have a corporate America job. You may work with children in the future. There's all sorts of things that you need to keep in mind. Do you really want to do this, which is something you just asked, is definitely the second question you should be asking. And the do you really want to do this is it comes hand in hand with as yourself or under the guise of a persona. Whether you're wearing a mask, you're wearing a certain type of makeup where people can't tell who you are, you're doing cosplay, or you're headless things like that. There's all sorts of ways to get around being more anonymous. And then there's some people that are completely okay in embracing being 100%. Their name is connected to their sex work. So you have to think of that as far as, is this right for me? Yeah. Do you have any, do you have any follow-up comments or questions on those two? No, I mean, I think it's really important because, you know, we talk about legalities and, and that stuff. That's one thing, but there are social repercussions, uh, you know, deviating from like the regularly scheduled jobs and behaviors of, you know, average everyday Americans, you know, so people should understand that. And you can speak to this more than anybody that there will be some sort of, there are pushbacks in certain areas of your life that are, you know, going to be affected by anybody knowing what kind of work you do in, in terms of this stuff. So absolutely. Like somebody reached out to record with me recently and they've never done sex work. They've, they've dabbled a little bit in like nude photos, but they've never, they've never, never like put it out online for sale. And the first thing I said was sleep on this. I need you to know, or I need to know if this is something you truly want to do. So I think it's important to just question yourself. It's okay to be like, we shouldn't have to. I agree. None of us should have to worry well, about repercussions of doing this, but it is a society it is societally frowned upon, unfortunately. So you well, do have and, to keep that in mind. And, and because of that, the other careful thing that I would say to people on the more personal, you know, level of it with yourself is, you know, make sure like 
you are like able to deal with whatever shame may surprise you about what you're doing, right? We are very laissez-faire because we've managed a lot of our shame around these kind of things, but shame is definitely something that is wanting to be put on people who do this kind of work. And, and it's, it does take a lot of energy and effort <laughs> to like combat that. And that's not something anybody can lie about. Yeah, some people it's easier for sure, but even people with the, the most open-minded and sex positive energy and pro-sex work energy, you know, can find themselves like dealing with a certain level of like, <sighs> I can't believe I'm still dealing with this bullshit. And that yeah. in itself can like, you know, create its own kind of shame. So, you know. Absolutely, it's not easy. So it's definitely not an easy world and it's not easy because you're going to deal with shame about body dysmorphia or body or body stuff in general. You're mm -hmm. going to deal with shame. Not that we, again, not that anybody should feel that way, but this is a real thing. There are people that have bought my videos later. I mean, I, I'm talking very small numbers, but still there's, I remember very vividly in the top of my head, somebody messaged me on many vids and said, I want my money back. That video fucking sucked. You sound like a hyena when you orgasm. I have sold thousands and thousands and thousands of videos and I cannot name off the top of my head some of the compliments I've gotten, but that is at the forefront of my motherfucking brain is that this dude who spent probably like, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't want to like downplay amounts because that's ridiculous to do. Okay. However, it was, you know, it wasn't a ton of money. Like I probably made like five bucks off of the thing or something. And he still took the time to say he wanted his money back because he fucking was so disappointed by X, Y, Z. Yeah. So there's all sorts of layers to it. Sometimes you're not feeling yourself. Sometimes you're not feeling sexy. Sometimes you have your period. Sometimes you can't Skype because your friends are home or your roommates are home or your family's home or your mom is home or whatever. There are a lot of layers to it. It's not just, you know, take feet pics. I think a lot well, of people have this right. idea that you can just take, unless you're famous already and people want to see your goddamn toes, this isn't a take fit feet pics and you get, and you, you get $1,000 <laughs> a week. You know what I mean? Like that's not how this works. Unless there's one specific person looking just for your feet, it's really not going to be like a, you know, oh, I can take a butt pick and now I'm, I, I have my money for the week. That's not well, how that works, you know? Right. And, and, I, and I'm sure people already know this, <laughs> but like, you know, if you don't, like, it, it is not all roses. I mean, people tend to like treat sex workers differently, even the clientele of which you will wrestle with whether or not you want to take money because from so-and-so because they're an absolute douchebag and they talk to you like a douchebag, you right, know? Right, right. Like, and that's you know. that's something later on the list I have is like how to handle that kind of stuff. Yeah, so we'll yeah, get yeah. into that more. But no, it is good to you. remind yourself in that beginning stages that people are cruel and they shouldn't be. Let's normalize this by getting all of our pussies online and all of our dicks online. Let's do that, fine. But there's still going to be those trolls. There's still going to be those assholes. So... You have to decide, you know, I have a friend right now that's doing this as a new sexual journey for herself. She's, she's coming to terms with her own body image and she's, she's really like exploring herself sexually and her prices because she's so new are proprietary, you know, it's proprietary content. So it's higher and I'm so proud of her, but she's still dealing with people being like, really photos for that much. Yeah, bitch. And if you have a problem with it, move the fuck along. You know what I'm saying? Right. So you know, there's, there's always that, there's always going to be pushback on something you do, whether it's family, friends, a customer, whatever. So you have to keep in mind, it's not the easiest road to walk. You have to determine whether you're ready to fight that fight or not. Right. So that's, so that's number two. 
if you reviewed all that stuff and you you still feel like you want to i mean like it's you have to be honest though like it, it seems all fun and easy to sign up for a, a many vids account or whatever and get your id scanned but like then when it comes down to that true exposure in this environment like you know no one should cookie coat it for anybody there are some absolutely disgusting hideous people out in the world <laughs> and you will and you will meet them it's not like you might meet them you're going to meet Absolutely. Um, another step I would say is, or not, I would say definitely the next step is to set up your own limitations. You need to set your own um, boundaries. You need to decide what you know, what you're comfortable with, what you're not comfortable with, what you can do, what you can't do. Like some people right now, you know, like for example, if I have a ManyVids account and I offer custom videos and that week I'm not feeling it, I got to take down that offer online. You know, I need to decide when, uh, what, what, when, how, where, who, what, all of those things. How right. am I, what are my boundaries and how am I comfortable with those boundaries and what would make me uncomfortable? So, right. you know, for example, I do not handle hagglers. You do not haggle me. What you will do is if you pay what I'm asking for prices, which are always discounted, especially if you're going directly, not through my many vids, but like for the direct content stuff, right? <clears throat> you have to um, set your boundaries. And my, one of my boundaries is I do not do haggling. So you either accept my pricing and then later you probably get a fucking treat because you're a sweetheart or you don't. And once you start to haggle, it's, it's off the table. It's no, no longer okay because you're not putting a price on my body i am and you're either accepting it or not so that's one of my boundaries so and just an example of things to set up so that you know truly okay i'm going into this with the the highest head on my shoulders head up high and i'm absolutely going to be confident and comfortable with what i tell people and how i tell it to them don't uh, afraid to be sass lock people set up your boundaries you know what i'm saying? you gotta do what you gotta do so my next one would be is next, obviously, you have to decide what platform you're going to sell your content on. So there's so many different platforms and so many different platforms that offer different things on those platforms. You have to do that research. I cannot tell you where to go. I will give you a suggestion based on my own experiences, but my experiences. So please don't think this is like me telling you this will work for you. So I've been doing this for four and a half years. It wasn't until a year and a half that I actually got myself onto a website. So all of my content ahead of that was stuff that just not the average person could go find. You had to come out and reach out to me. I had to vet you. And I still vet people that I give my number to because of the fact that I'm giving you my personal information, for example. And I need to know that you're cool and you can handle that. However, that's how I did it. I did all personal direct sales for for. I want to say three, about three years out of the four and a half I've been doing it. Now, okay. when you do personal and direct sales, that's all fine and good. But you have to keep in mind, PayPal is not cool with nudes. Not cool at all. Um, Cash App and Venmo will flag your ass if you use the wrong, the wrong uh, memos. So, and then the other part is that you have to keep in mind, if you make $20,000 or more or 200 transactions or more on any of these platforms, you are going to be expected to file a tax form for it. You cannot uh, go what, sending what is, and receiving. What are the limits again? So it's 200 transactions or more a year, or $20,000 or more a year, I believe is the number that you have to hit. So if I'm on Venmo and I'm making $20,000 or more a year, 
not mm-hmm. on rent plus, but on just my fucking nude sales. However, I have that, you know, set up. I make sure people use emojis or use words that don't flag that. Like, don't say tickets, for example. Don't say titties. Don't say boobies. You're going to get flagged. So, um, but if you, if you collect money through there, you have to pay attention. You have to go through your transactions. If you have that many transactions, they are going to flag your ass that you're going to get in trouble with the IRS. So you have to decide right now, are you doing it legally or illegally? Are you going to file your tax return return on it or not? So if you're not making that much, it's okay. You're fine. If you're only selling digital photos, also okay to sell online. Um, there's as far as the Venmo stuff there, it's not, it's a non-taxable item is uh, digital yeah. images. So the videos you have to worry about. So those are all things. And these laws change all the time. So please keep yourself up to date on all the information. But if you're doing any kind of, you know, person to person transaction, please tr- don't use PayPal. Please try to avoid using those kinds of things. I understand we have international customers and things like that. You have to try to do either a workaround or be very, 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 very fucking careful if you use any of those kind of platforms. So that's what I'll say about that. Now, the other ones that you can look into are things like OnlyFans, ManyVids, Patreon, etc. All of those websites are fine to use. I'm not going to say one is better than the other because everybody, like I said, do your own research. However, I will say this. The amount of leaked OnlyFans content on the internet versus the amount of leaked ManyVids content on the internet is astronomically different. The really? amount of yes, you can go to a ton of websites and find somebody's full OnlyFans fucking account page all up and running. Whereas many vids, if you do see it, it that shit's gonna get taken down real fucking quick, and or the person that is in the video can get it, can be put in a request to get it taken down. So I don't know anything about how OnlyFans works when it comes to this. I don't know if they have a DCMA takedown like many vids does, but many vids were operates as such. They put a digital imprint into all of your videos that you post onto ManyVids. If uh-huh. any of those videos get uploaded online anywhere else, they will it will come into ManyVids and get flagged, and they will take it down themselves. If for some reason it doesn't happen because somebody did a workaround, you can go to ManyVids, send them the link, send them your content you uploaded, and they'll get that shit taken down immediately. They have people literally working for this process, and they are very, very serious about leaked content. This is supposed to be your fucking job. This is not supposed to be a free-for-all to get anybody's content for free. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so like I said, I can't speak on behalf of those other websites, but I will say... One downside of many vids, they take 40% off your video sales. They take, you know, 20% off your crushes, things like that. But they fucking take care of you. And I will much rather get a little bit more off the top taken off and get taken care of than have all my shit leaked on the internet. Right. That makes a lot of sense. Absolutely. So that's the other thing. Figure out where you want to sell your stuff and how you're going to do it. And also make sure you're all up to date with your tax laws and your 1099 shit because you're a freelancer. You're working for yourself. You've got to keep that in mind. Right. Good point. Another one, another suggestion is make a Twitter. As of right now, it's really, truly the only platform that isn't going to nab you for sex work stuff. They say they're going to start taking shit down. They say X, Y, Z. But Twitter and many of it has like a fucking, uh, like a a thing together you know what i mean like a contract together so i don't really see that happening anytime soon either way twitter is a wonderful place to get your name out there 
my suggestion is to follow other sex workers, find the sex worker Twitter, online, OnlyFans girls, all the MV girls, all of us, and start to repost other people's content. You'll get more followers like that because they'll repost your content. So you just, it's basically, we're hand in hand helping one another out to get more eyes onto our pages. So a huge suggestion is to make a Twitter, whether it's using your persona or your real name, either way, I usually like to suggest a secondary Twitter. That way yours doesn't get taken down because the, the idea is if you're posting too much and only sexual stuff on Twitter, I guess, they can take you down. I don't really know how that's working. I haven't seen yeah. anybody get nuked on those rules, but it is something to keep in mind. So maybe have a secondary Twitter where it's like, okay, you want to be blasted with my pussy, boom, I'll feed you, you know, because you can like feed your many vids video, like, you know, little uh, advertisement through Twitter, for example. So right. like, you want to see my pussy, you go to Felicia Rose Raw. You want to see me talk about my pussy, you go to Felicia Rose. You know what I mean? So make yeah, a Twitter. Yeah. That's next. So the next thing, which we kind of already talked about, is how to handle people that are rude, how to handle people that are haggling. Just stand your ground. Don't be afraid to give pushback. Don't be afraid to say, I'm sorry. That is not how this is going to work. Vet the people, if you're doing any kind of direct stuff, vet people ahead of time. You don't want to end up giving your number or giving your information or giving your you know, direct con content to somebody that you don't feel like you can have a convo with later on and shoot the shit with. I have so many, so many customers that are now my actual friends, like legitimate friends. I see them at wrestling shows. I see them out. They come, they've come to my house before, you know, but they started as customers and uh -huh. it's through that. Exactly. It's through that respect and like love for me and love that I have for them in return that we've grown into having an actual friendship. So I always say, make sure if you're doing any kind of like, you're going to have my info, vet the person, ask them a few questions. Why do you, why can I trust you with my content? How old are you? That's those are good things to ask. Right. Um, you know, why should I trust you with my phone number? Do you normally support sex workers? Is this, you know, how old are you? And et cetera. Like if they're really young, give, get a little background. Like why should I trust that a 21 year old can handle this? I'm not trying to be ageist, but I know when I'm talking to a 35-year-old that has gone through the gamut of supporting sex, work sex workers for a decade, I'm really? not as uncomfortable or I'm not as, you know, I trust a little bit more than somebody that's maybe like 18, you know what I mean? I feel very fucking awkward about that stuff. So yeah, these are all things, once again, your boundaries, how to handle those boundaries, or just simply make sure that you are stick to your guns, you don't change them. And don't make any exceptions because it's the first time you make an exception to your rule, somebody will take advantage of that. Yeah. And, so, and it just becomes harder to, like, not make that exception after that, too. Just... Right. Or they'll tell their buddy. And their buddy now knows that you sell that thing for 20 for your friend and not, to, you know, it's shit like yeah. that. You gotta... Somebody also asked me, what type of content should I make? Your type of content is up to you. I always say if you are turned on by your own content, you're making good, good content, honey. So if it's something you can watch back and not cringe and not feel awkward. Yeah, I'm not saying every time. You're always going to feel awkward watching your body back once in a while. There'll be a moment where you're like, oh, that's weird. But for the most part, if you can watch back your video and your dick gets hard or your pussy starts to get all fucking wet, you know you're making good content. They make content that you would either want to watch yourself or you really like because it's a sexual scenario you would be a part of to begin with. Because mm -hmm. it keeps it pure, it keeps it honest, and it also yeah, it keeps you from making something that later you're like, oh, I want to pull this down, but I can't because it's online and da-da-da, and all shit like that. Yeah. 
oh, and then my other thing about what kind of content, just think of it like this. People are always like, oh, I got to get a ring light. I got to get lights. I got to get cameras. I got to get a nice, you know, background backdrop. Listen, I've been doing this shit with a fucking cell phone and a crappy old MacBook for fucking years. <laughs> Not that that's okay. My newer content sells way better. I'll say that. But there's everybody, there's content out there for everybody, and there's a person out there for every type of content. You will sell it. You, <laughs> exactly. I can't wait. Like, you will sell it. Yes, I sell the videos of me getting fucked way more than I sell the videos of me with my foot porn. Okay, fine. But I still have the foot porn for the people that don't want to watch that and want to watch the feet stuff. So make a wide array of stuff. Have have a, a decent... But it has to be stuff that you're comfortable with. I'm very comfortable doing pee porn, for example, on... Uh-huh. You know, according to laws, you can't piss in someone's mouth in a video. So I had to make a solo piss video. Fine. But not everybody would be comfortable seeing that online of themselves. Don't make it if you don't think it's hot kind of thing. Like, I'm not shy about any of the content I make. I'm shy about it in, like, a um, just shy way, but not in, like, a I'm embarrassed or shaming myself kind of way. You know what I'm saying? I'm just shy in general. So, like, I'm like, that's me naked. Oh, those are my titties. You know what I'm saying? All right. So, um... Yep, I already did that one. Um, oh, yeah. Don't compare yourself to others. We were talking about that earlier. That's, yeah, yeah, that's really important. Don't do that. You don't want to be like, oh, my God, their camera's better. Their, their quality is better. Their lighting is better. Their butt's better. Their tits are better. Their body's better. Fuck all of that. Yeah. Again, again, there is a type of porn for every person, and there's a person for every... I mean, and there's a... Well, I don't know. I said it right the first time. <laughs> but essentially, you'll always find somebody that will want your porn or will want your style and will want your quality and all of that. Because some people like to watch shit that looks like it was filmed on a, or, you know, the photo was taken on a disposable camera in someone's basement 20 years ago. And some people like quality that looks like it was made in like a studio, even though it's somebody's yeah. fucking the corner of their house. You know what I'm saying? I do. I keep saying, you know what I'm saying? But <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> You know, I don't, it's because I don't have an audience. So I'll be like, yeah, you're right, Felia. <laughs> Thank you. I, ha- I miss wrestling. <laughs> um, and then my last one, I, I'm sure there's more that I can answer. So if you have any other follow-up questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But my last, like, official rule, so there's, like, 10 rules, is self-care. Please take care of yourself. If it yeah. means you can't go on your, you know, premium Snapchat that night, if you can't, check your many vids messages if you can't create content that week what the fuck ever take care of yourself you have to do that it is extremely mentally taxing to put your body in any kind of sex worker position whether it's putting it in photos and videos fucking people whatever the fuck it is so you have to take care of yourself and you have to set up boundaries not only for other people but for yourself like when do i decide i need to sign off for the night and watch some tv versus when am i going to jump back on and get my dudes off on snapchat whatever it is you have to there are times i offer a premium snapchat for example where the people jerk off for me i don't send them anything in return but words i'm essentially getting them off you know through sexting and right. they, they, a lot of them like to show off for me. So it's like a mutual thing. It's fun. But there are times when I can't go on for an entire week. And you want to know why? I'm mentally taxed. I'm physically drained. I'm sick. I didn't feel good. I got drunk too early and passed out. Whatever the fucking reason, it's okay. I promise you these are people and these are humans. And 
nine and a half times out of 10, they will totally understand. They'll be respectful of the fact that you are human and showing your humanity and your human side is way better than being a robot. In my opinion, it's always worked out better for me to tell people a little bit more about myself and to just be like, Hey, to be honest, I'm so sorry. Everybody, you get a free week on Snapchat going forward because I wasn't there, but I had a thing going on. I don't have to be specific, but either way, the more human you, you can be, I think you end up getting, you know, the respect in those lifelong people that will want to be a part of your sex worker world just because you gave yourself some self-care and you're honest, you know, not being this robot of like, well, too bad, fuck you, I decide my rules. Yes, that's all good and fine and dandy, but that's another person on the end of that computer that's interacting with you and they're also giving you their money to appreciate you in a physical manner. And so I think that the respect should be on both ends your respect is earned as far as being the customer. You don't walk into a store and start talking shit about the product and expect them to give you a discount, right? You know, like, well, this store blows. I would never fuck anything in it. Now give me 50% off, you know, like, that's not how it works. If somebody's respectful with you, be respectful with them. That's all. I, I have a lot of my customers come to me and be like, oh, this girl fucked me over. It was a $25 thing. She never sent me the, the info or she never did the... And I'm like, wow, that really... That's a thing. That's not cool. So my, my biggest suggestion is take care of yourself and in turn, people will take care of you and you can weed out any of those shitty people that are just too selfish for you to interact with. You know what I'm saying? And I think a lot in general, like once people, you know, are you're doing it for a while and you figure out your kind of filter process and your vetting process for everything and your own boundaries that like you take a little bit of pride in the work that you're doing anyways. And like you you don't wanna like do something shitty and crappy. So you do wanna take like the time off and not just make content for the sake of making content, even if you're not in the mood and any of that kind of stuff. Like I think like it's it's so interesting to like provide this advice right now like giving given what i'm seeing like seems to be happening is a lot of people are trying to find ways to earn money that have lost their jobs right now and and you know they're expressing an interest in something and there's not a lot of a, you know people are at home right and people are right. scared they don't want to get this nasty fucking virus <laughs> so it's like absolutely now is the time <laughs> Yeah, and I'm, I'm, I think that this is going to give a huge change to how it's accepted and how we view sex work in general, because those extra five people in your bubble that maybe weren't considering it before, they are doing it now. I, and I want to say this, talking about sex work, like you're resorting to it, like there's nothing else in the world and you're, and like, it's the most disgusting thing that you have to do. I don't do that. You know, if you're, if you're really not about it, don't do it. Like you, you won't, you're not going to last. It's not going to be successful for you. But if you truly are like, this is the time for me to embrace my body, make some money. People are home. I'm home. Fuck it. Let's do it. Yeah. Like do it. You got to want to do it to be able to do it. And I, you know, I know, I don't want to say that's not everybody's story. I'm talking, I'm specifically talking about the people that are doing it as either a financial thing or uh, wanting to just dabble in it or start up or, or, or truly, truly like I'm on board. I've been on board and now's the time. That's, right, that's what right. I, I, I want to just make sure I specify. I'm just talking about those few one-off people I see here and there that are like, Ugh, guess I'll sell my feet now. It's like, well, don't do that. If you're that fucking upset right. about it, it's not going to be a happy, healthy situation for you. You know, like I wouldn't ever take a job that I'm that fucking depressed about doing. And like, 
You know yeah. what I mean? So <laughs> I, I will second that. The times that I have, it hasn't worked out so well. <laughs> Whether what, sex work you mean no no sex work oh, or other work any work uh, right exactly. <laughs> any work that you're not that into it does not work out well exactly so you have to think of those different aspects of it and I'm not trying to just I'm not trying to tell anybody not to do it I'm just saying that you those first few questions of like am I ready for this is this something I want to do make sure that that's at the forefront it's not like what kind of con- do I have good ideas oh I could do that my butt's cool all of those things are reasons we should all be doing it. But for you yourself, try to think of, is this so, right for me? So let me ask you, like, put your business business cap on for me. Like, mm-hmm. You know, like, do you think given what, like, you see and what you know out there from your experience and other other people doing similar things, um, you know, that you're, you're acquainted with, like, you know, what, what kind of potential if you were to, you know, and I know you don't know this, it's, it's a whatever, but like, you know, what do you think a person could expect to make on the low end, even given that maybe there's more people doing this and the market's getting like content saturated. And if the market is getting content saturated, do you think, like, do you think that it's a problem or do you think that like people are like individual enough and that like this kind of platform provides a, like enough to go around kind of thing? Um, there's definitely enough to go around, but there is an ebb and flow. And I don't think the extra saturation has done anything for my sales. Has it hurt other people's sales? Absolutely. Because now there's more people to choose from. There's more, you know, maybe you were going to spend $15 on one sex worker one day and then you're like, shit, ah, there's three. I'm going to spend five on each. So now you just made five instead of 15. You know, there is definitely an aspect of that. Me personally, Uh, I haven't, I haven't felt the, that happened to me. If anything, it's gotten more eyes on my stuff because now everybody's like pro sex work all of a sudden. And I'm like, Whoa, Oh, Oh, Hey, Hey, I've been doing this for almost five years now. You know what I mean? Like, so I, there isn't, but then the other part is people are bored at home. So there's an ebb and flow. There is, I had a two week downswing where everybody was shitting their pants about when we don't know when our next paycheck's coming. So I didn't make shit and I was struggling too. And then the next week I had an upswing in everybody getting their taxes back, bored, WrestleMania money (laughs) isn't being spent, all these different reasons. So then I had a huge upswing and now I'm at a, I'm at a lull, you know, I'm still doing my sales. I'm still doing it, but I'm at a very like, Mm, lol so there is an ebb and flow to everything i'll say this on the low end you're not gonna make you'll you'll make 50 bucks a month a month okay on the high end you'll make thousands of dollars a month right on the highest end you can make fucking forty thousand a month but i'm not in that range and i probably will never be in that range until i started to like truly produce but Or had, like, a set to be able to, like, actually film on, things like that. Like, there's there's aspects that would get me to a higher number. You should start. Yeah, yeah. There's so many fun things to do. Wait, what'd you say? I said there's so many fun things to do. I was about to go into, like, you know... uh, You're, like, giving us... Production production brainstorm session. Uh, That's for for another podcast episode. (laughs) But, yeah, I'd say don't depend on it at first as your only source of income because it, it's a it's a grind and yeah. until you get that momentum really built up right. you're gonna see a trickle in little by little but right. uh, but if you have a name online or if you have a person 
that you know that has a, a even even a couple thousand follower name i'm not talking about a name like you don't have to have like a million followers to be somewhat successful in this but if you have a person that you know that you can ask say myself so for example somebody today reached out to me and was like hey do you mind retweeting i'm i'm new to the nudes game and i need some uh, eyes on my shit yeah. i retweeted it from my page and from my nudes twitter page so that's thirteen thousand eyes on that retweet i don't know if all of them will see algorithms all that shit but you know find a friend that you can retweet go f- go follow sex workers online network su- solidarity network yo. network support your girls show some love support your boys whatever it is show some love go you know find i was gonna say a facebook group but they don't they keep zapping those so really find a twitter kind of little bubble you can get in and just put yourself out i will literally just run into the most random person's nudes online and i retweet them and just because they're hot just because they said something cool in their message whatever it is i like their butt i don't know whatever it's retweeted now we got another three thousand eyes on it so i would say definitely try to connect with somebody if you can you know reach out to me if you need some help but don't expect and and that will help you for sure but don't expect that your story is going to be the same as the next person over. There's, there was a wrestler recently that was like, oh, I have an OnlyFans now, and I just made two months' rent on, like, three days' worth of selling shit. And I know another wrestler that sells right. his stuff that probably makes a couple hundred a month, which is fine, you know, whatever. That's still fucking great. But either way, you can't compare yourself to the next person as far as, like, financially and all that. There's always a, there's always a reason why that popped off for them. So just keep that in mind. Don't make content you're not comfortable with, all that stuff. Just stay in your lane and you will be okay. Like, stay in your comfort zone. And if you dabble, go for it. Absolutely, I support that. But just remember, staying true to yourself really, really helps in the end game, you know? Are you always open for uh, advice and whatever through email or DMs or whatever on this? Yes. I would say my preference would please be to email either DM Screw Podcast, or I'm sorry, the Screw NYC on Twitter, that is our obviously our Twitter DMs. So DM us there or email screwpodcast at gmail.com. The reason I say that is because those places have a lot less going on in my inbox. And I don't want to lose anybody who's, whether you're struggling and you need some advice or you're struggling mentally and you just want to talk about aftercare or self-care mm-hmm. or you want to just get some extra tips you know, after you listen to this episode, whatever it is, just, you know, feel free to let me know. I'm definitely down to help out and listen, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't want anybody to feel like they don't have a friend out there that they can talk to that knows what this feels like. I know what every single piece of it feels like. I wanted to do porn at 18 years old. I asked my mother if I should or could, because I had an actual fucking porn tryout with a famous (laughs) fucking porn star an actual tryout my friend set the fuck up and i was so fucking excited and i was like mom should i do it she was like why don't you go to college and try and give it a try just give that whole like you have a big (laughs) brain she's like i know you're sexual and i know she's like but why don't you try to like be a sex therapist first like just try and i'm like all right all right oh yeah college i got an english degree I, I went to corporate America. I, I used it for six years. I got laid off and I decided I was going to start using my pussy. So I got a 10 year lapse in wanting to actually make content and sell it. But I've always done sex work, even as young as like 19, I was doing sex work. So if you have a question on anything that listen, I'm a sex worker that doesn't even get naked all the way. Keep that in <laughs> mind. I have one fully nude quote unquote video. You know what I'm saying? So like, I will, I, I will talk to you about all sorts of shit. I have, I have the background knowledge 
And if I don't, I will find you a person or I will ask them myself to get you that information. So I, I definitely want to like help out as much as I can, but it is overwhelming when I have like dudes being like, Hey, I have a friend that wants to do it and she doesn't know how I'm like, well, fucking send her to me, you know, like don't no middleman shit. Come to me directly, please. Don't be shy. <laughs> Everything's always anonymous. I will never out you unless you ask me to fucking, you know, plug you online. I'll never say anything. And I would never shame or think down or anything. So you know, if you need to send me your fucking video to be like, hey, what's what's your opinion? I have friends that do that sometimes. They're like, how much could I sell this one for? Like, OK, well, it's about a minute and a half. It's this, this, this. I'm literally like my business cap goes on. I no longer am sexualizing you. If I had been before, you were just a person to do to talk business with. So keep that in mind. You don't have to be shy with me. Feel free to, you know, connect with me on any basis and, and ask me if you need opinions. Don't send me unsolicited shit, especially dicks, obviously. Unsolicited boobs are always welcome, but I get too many unsolicited dicks. So I don't want to see none of that. But if you need opinions on, like, what could I sell this for and shit like that, I always got you. Please just hit me up. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. So I don't know. Did I go over everything? I, I mean, think you, it's you know, you've, you've watched me work this world before so like yeah no it was good it was good this was ample advice good start i hope people um you know can uh find it useful yeah me too (laughs) and i'm like fuck is there anything i feel like i could have talked forever but also i don't want to just be monotonous and keep repeating myself and then keep saying you know what i mean (laughs) no 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 this is great that's great but that's all I have to say for cyber sex work and, and sort of how to do it. If I didn't answer a question, please let me know. And then I'll do a follow-up to this episode to answer any questions too. That way, exactly that, that way, if there's something that I think more than one person will benefit from the answer from, you can all get it. So, but yeah, that's it. That's all I have to say today, I guess. And you can buy my nudes at ManyVids, Felicia, Felicia Raw. So it's FeliciaRaw.ManyVids.com. Beautiful. Beautiful, love. Beautiful. All right. Well, I think that's all we have for everybody today. If you like our podcast, can you let your friends know? We talk about some pretty vulnerable stuff. And as much as I'd love to be like, oh, we're talking about my holes today. We really do talk about way more than that. I do think that there's a lot of important information, educational information on this. And also, we highlight a lot of awesome voices across the country and world. So I would love to just get more eyes on this just for the fact that I think people would benefit from it on an educational way and maybe expand their mind a little bit. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, tell your friends about us. Hey. Yeah, peace out. All right, bye.